Hey everybody, I'm back. I'm back and on the scene and I'm feeling a little crazy. I was in the drunk tank for the last two weeks and they forgot to let me out. It was supposed to be a one night thing. It was supposed to be the old in out and they just forgot to release me. There was no room left on the first floor so they had to bring me down to the basement and lock me into a broom closet. I felt very dehumanized. Now, of course, I know nothing about the drunk tank. I've avoided it the last 15 years. My only knowledge of the drunk tank is what I've heard from the, the elders, the stories that they would share. I heard a lot about uh, just, just you know, they, they, would get, they would get drunk on a Friday, get in a fight with the cops that night. They would wake up on a Saturday morning with a pounding headache in a cell with about 15 other drunken guys, all with their own respective pounding headaches. And they would, uh, they would get, it was the glory days of the McDonald's Happy Meal that you would get. I would hear all about that. When I was working in a warehouse with my dad, there was a, a couple of guys. They were drunk tank regulars driving forklifts. Of course, we never vetted them when they started working there. We, we never asked them about their drunk driving history. We just said, hey, you look like a guy with a heavy foot. Can you operate machinery? And we just let them offload and load up all the, the trucks. But they would always talk about getting shit-faced and, uh, you know, just doing all the, the, the fun stuff at night and then getting locked up. And you would wake up to, I guess, an Egg McMuffin. And I, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of unhappy. I'm happy that I, was never, I, I never got sent to jail, but I, I am sort of unhappy that, you know, there were times I always, I always, I always, I guess, I don't know, pursued a McDonald's meal. I always pursued free McDonald's. I had a job there when I was much younger. And I always loved it. And, I, you know, the, here, here the police are giving away free food. My, my only question is, did they, bring, did they give you the hash brown? I mean, I guess they give you a sandwich and maybe an orange juice, but did they, you know, I guess if the... I guess if the deputy was feeling generous that day, because they're normally young, they're normally sympathetic to the troubles of the the lower class. You know, I think the least you could do was just give them a, an old hash brown that they were throwing out the back. These men are troubled enough. They got to explain to their wives later that afternoon why uh, they weren't home to let the dog out into the backyard. You know, it's a whole ordeal. No, but... No, I, uh... That's not alcohol, by the way, that I'm drinking. It's just Coke, my my usual Coke Zero on the rocks. No, but I had to go away for a couple weeks. I had to take a break from the pod. It's too stressful talking into a microphone for 15 minutes about my cock. Yeah, it's a little bit of a task. No, I was just practicing self-care, everybody. Was practice. Don't you love that when you hear some influencer talking about self-care? Ugh, it's just the worst. They're always wearing makeup and they're always just on their way. They're always in the front seat of their car. They've always got somewhere to go. Why can't you just do it from the comfort of your living room? Why does it have to be... Are we so low on your priority list that you have to inspire us from the driver's seat of your Yukon? or your Toyota Camry or whatever shit vehicle that you've leased 
And it's always just something vapid, too. It's just always some chick just in the front. Should I, I feel like going home and going to sleep, but then again, I also feel like going to the gym. I think I'm going to go to the gym. I think I'm going to go to the gym and do squats with a weight that I can't handle. Who cares if I can't handle it and my legs collapse? I'm doing stem cells, so I'll, uh, I'll recuperate in a matter of minutes. It's just some shit like that. It's always just, it's always very ritualistic. There's, there's an Illuminati element to a lot of that TikTok shit. And again, I can't talk because I'm doing the, the TikToks. I'm, I'm deep in. I'm doing my own videos. I'm doing my own content. You're never going to see me like some of these like fucking 16-year-olds who are twerking. No, even younger than that. They're twerking to Megan the Stallion. And they're doing Cardi B quotes, voiceovers. It's a, the, the voiceovers are big. It's never anybody's individual thoughts. It's always something that they've taken from some overdosing MTV star. Do you have any thoughts of your own on the state of the world? Does it always have to be from, you know, Kendall Jenner? It's the guys too. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to be some asshole. It's the dudes as well. It's always you know a Kanye West thing, something that he said in 2007 when he was partially sane. No, there is an Illuminati element. A lot of the time, uh, I saw one girl, she had, uh, she was wearing goat's horns. And she was in the middle of a forest, and you could see smoke billowing in the back. So they had some type of sacrifice. I don't know, there was somebody screaming. Probably a TikTok star whose, I guess, views were declining. I think that's what happens to the TikTok stars when they start losing followers. They just... The TikTok community, the the overlords of the TikTok community, just say, "Well, this person hasn't been uh, hasn't been pulling their weight. They haven't done enough voiceovers. They haven't twerked enough. It's time for them to go." I don't know. I'm just talking shit. Episode fifty two of the Something's Off podcast, everybody. I guess this is the Halloween episode. This is the Halloween, and there is quite a bit to talk about. I don't know if I'm going to get to it. I always say that I will. But I'm trying to keep a time limit. I'm trying to keep 15 minutes. I'm trying to keep it tight. I don't want to be that guy who just fucking babbles on into the void. I've got like 80-something listeners who are dedicated to me. So I do have a minor... I have a cult of personality, some might say. I'm not dictator cult of personality, but I. who knows? Maybe one day with a little luck and... A little ambition, I could get there. I always wonder what kind of dictator I would be. I think I'd be a generous kind. But again, it's always the gener- it's always the more altruistic types that turn out to be the biggest monsters. So I'm uh, maybe maybe we'll scrap. Maybe we'll cut that audio. Just a thought. No, for now I'm just going to be doing a, a podcast from the living area of my my studio apartment. Halloween is this weekend, and I am going to be at the Comedy Bar on Friday, shameless plug for those of you who are listening. At 11 p.m., I'm doing my buddy Paul's monthly show, and I will be dressing up. I've, I've decided to go light this year. I haven't dressed up for Halloween in a couple of years, 
And uh, some would uh, argue that I shouldn't be dressing up for Halloween and that my grandparents would slap me and tell me to grow up if they heard that I was. I'm going as Quint from the movie Jaws, the boat captain from Jaws. It's one of my, uh, probably my all-time favorite movie. Still Still a classic, still one movie that I can watch. And it's funny because the older that movie gets... It, it, I guess it transcends the generations because the, the shark is in very little of the movie. The older it gets, the, shark, the more the shark technology ages, but you don't give a shit because it's in, like, I think altogether maybe five minutes of the film. I haven't counted, and I am the type of person to keep numbers. Again, another dictator quality. No, but I will be going as Quint, and uh, God God help me if I start doing that impression on stage. I'm just going to do my regular material, which by and large I think works. But that just could be the mark of a delusional. But God forbid, if I, start, if I do start bombing, I'm just going to go right into his monologue. I'm just going to go, well, we delivered the bomb, the Hiroshima bomb. Chief, somebody give me the light in the back. I have to get off stage and get into the Budweiser. Hooper! Hooper, give me the light! Hooper, hurry on. Hurry up. Hurry up. The heckler's coming forward. He's coming right for us. Hurry up. Hurry up, Hooper. He's a big one. He's a big one. He's carrying a pint of Guinness. Looks like he's going to throw it on me. We got three barrels on him. He's got 300 pounds on him. Just dumb shit like that. Oh man, I think Hall- I think Halloween's dying. I think I think it's gone. Like the the more you hear over the years, there's there's been fewer and fewer kids doing the trick or treat thing, which I guess is just more of the suburban paranoia from parents. Like, oh my God, they're gonna poison kids. You know, if you eat a Reese cup, you're gonna start foaming at the mouth. Shit like that. And it turns out that that whole thing, the the whole poisoning of your kid, is just an urban legend. It's not even a true thing that goes on. I think it was just one, it had something to do, and I I could be just full of shit, but it was something to do with, they didn't want, these the certain towns didn't want, uh, they, they didn't want stores buying candy from outside of their region, so they would make up these stories that they were poisoning the kids so no one would buy candy from those regions, and, and, and that's how the urban legend was born. Which I think is how all urban legends are born. I mean, I guess like in like back in the day, if uh, like when when there were these really old timey type prejudice movements going on, I guess if you heard Ukrainians were coming into your neighborhood, you would just make up stories about Ukrainians. And I'm choosing Ukrainians because it's the more politically correct group to go for. But you would hear these Ukrainians were coming into your neighborhood, and you would just start saying, "Hey, you know they." They give out crunch bars that make you bleed from the ears. And all of a sudden, everybody would be afraid of Ukrainians. Those poor Ukrainians, they're trying to escape Joseph Stalin. And now they, they come here to, to live out the dream. And they're being accused of corrupting the youngins. Have a little victory sip there. That's what I call it. Oh, man. No, it's been a busy last couple of weeks. I wasn't just practicing the self-care. 
I wasn't just uh, sitting alone in a hot bubble bath and thinking about my life and my goals. I, uh, truth be told, I flew to Los Angeles to help out with the protest against Netflix. I was, uh, and I got there a little too late. There was already too many people there. I had to stand out in the middle of the street where I ended up getting hit by a car. And I spent the rest of the day protesting Uber. I was the only one. It was a wild time. No, Netflix people are not happy with Netflix. People are very angry. If you haven't heard and if you haven't read over the last couple weeks, uh, there's been a lot of backlash over the release of Seinfeld on their platform. People are not happy with Seinfeld. And who could blame them? This is a show that celebrates the most selfish of people. These are people that are antisocial. They're hedonistic. They really only care about themselves. George killed his fiance. Jerry stole a marble rye from an old lady in the middle of the street. Just terrible people. And they deserve to go to jail for more than a year. They, they, they deserve to still be there. Just terrible. And another thing that I hate about Seinfeld was the lack of diversity. There was two, there, there, there was nobody, there was nobody, you'd think with all the black comedian friends that Jerry Seinfeld had, he'd at least cast one of them for a guest role. Could have been, could have been Chris Rock. Eddie Murphy could have showed up. Could have been Dave Chappelle. Oh, uh, yeah, Dave Chappelle. He's in quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of trouble, and it hasn't gone away. It hasn't. Everybody always says that you know the news cycle it doesn't last long. It always just moves on to the next thing. Well, it has moved on to the next thing, and it turns out every time the next thing is just Chappelle. They just want to go after him. God, they're acting like they they found Brian Laundry just hanging in his basement, and he was just making him food the whole fucking time. It's like, oh, that's where Brian Lund, we, we've been searching these public parks. It turns out he was just in the guy's basement in the middle of Ohio. The two of them were playing Madden together. Uh, can we cut the guy a fucking break? I'm not going to get into this big thing because it's been talked about already. I, I spoke about it on my last episode. Just talk, Again, I didn't think that the closer was amazing. I didn't think that it was his funniest one. I think out of the all the Netflix episodes or all the Netflix specials that Chappelle had I think Age of Spin was his best one the first one that he did I think was his best one and then before that I think his all-time funniest special which is also one of the funniest comedy specials ever killing him softly fantastic still holds up to this day but holy shit I think the media just owes us all an apology for this I think they just want to keep it going we're going to be talking about Chappelle into fucking February It's not going to go away. Oh, man. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not going to be that comic who's like, well, you can't say anything anymore. A comic goes up and talks about his grandmother. Next thing you know, he's in a jail cell. Because you hear a lot of comics who will talk about that. And it almost does seem like it's getting to that point where a comic goes up, a comic of note says something on a stage and everybody just fucking pounces on them for it. It really does seem like that. And a lot of these audiences are insufferable. But 
I don't know. I think I think Dave Chappelle seems to be enjoying this. I, it, it seems to be that he's toying with the people who are offended, and it's always the people who are never part of the group that are offend the most offended. It's always the people outside of that group who just feel like they almost have to infantilize everybody and speak for them. Anyways, I hope Dave Chappelle is able to move on with his career. Maybe buy an apartment from this. Maybe pick up the pieces of what's left with his life. Because it doesn't seem great. A hundred million dollars doesn't seem amazing. Doesn't seem like it's an ideal, you know, doesn't seem like an ideal building block, if you will. Anyways, I, I, uh, I don't think any of you came <laughs> to listen to this for my my in-depth, substantial take on Mr. Chappelle. You guys all came to hear me talk about Alec Baldwin. No, I'm not going to get into fucking Alec. Although I will say, uh, Haley Baldwin made probably the smart decision to switch into a Bieber. Because her family's fucking insane. I think a lot of people over the last week have th- thought that this started, th- th- this, this whole Alec Baldwin thing started just last week when this, this shooting happened. It's been happening. This is all, uh, like, it culminated into this. First he was punching out paparazzi. He was spitting on people who took his parking space and punching him in the dick. And now I guess he's graduated into manslaughter. And it's terrible what fucking happened. I don't like to hear shit like that. I've I've held off on telling jokes because it's just been one after another of like the hacky Alec Baldwin was, you know, Alec Baldwin thought it was Kim Basinger. Like just, you know, a bunch of shit just talking about his daughter and his wife and everybody would just get into. And some of them have been funny. But I just wanted to hold off and come up with an original take because I'm that fucking pretentious. I've never been on a movie set with a gun. I've been on a couple movie sets, but mostly for uh, not even movie sets for like commercials and sketch comedy. There's never been a a prop gun there, and most most sets use real guns because they have to, you know, there has to be authenticity with it. You can't just have a fucking you know, the end of the gun just can't have that orange piece. Like one of the cap guns that you'd buy from the corner store as a six-year-old. It's got to be a real one. And I, I, I've i never experienced that, really, so I can't talk about it. But I know a few people who have been PAs and they have worked with prop guns. And it's it's heavy-duty shit. Anyways. It's been a wild one. I don't know if I should end off talking, you know, on a on a Halloween esque note. I don't know. I uh, I wanted this to sort of be the Halloween theme, but I I like again. I'm kind of I'm done with that point in my life. The only reason I'm dressing up is just because this is a Halloween show, and I want to get in the spirit. I want to socialize. I don't want to be that fucking hermit that lives the rest of his life secluded from others. If everybody else wants to be adult children, I'm going to join in and be an adult child for 24 hours. Not even. I'm going to be for five hours. Then I'm going to take the outfit off and 
Have a nice drunken sleep. Hopefully wake up in the tank. Because that's what Quint would do. Sometimes I think I'm crazy and I'm just, I'm just, I really am just babbling on into a void. And people are listening just to kind of laugh at the fucking crazy 30-year-old. Hey, y'all know me. You don't know what I do for a living. Certainly not podcasting, because there's no money in it. There's no money for a lone podcaster. You gotta be in a group of four. This business will swallow you whole. I see risking my... I see doing a show for a for a group of elderly geriatrics for a lot more than 3000 bucks, chief. I see telling jokes for 10 minutes in front of a bunch of ex-cons for a lot more than 7 grand. <laughs> I'll <laughs> I'll catch Chappelle for you, but it's not going to be pleasant. Not like going down to the open mic and catching Carlos Mencia or Dan Cook. <laughs> Not like going down to the pond and catching bluegills or Polly Shore. I don't know where I'm going with this. All right, well, long live Chappelle. Uh, <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Thank you for uh, tuning into Something's Off once again. I don't know if this is a new season. How full of shit am I that I actually have seasons to this podcast? But uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Something's off Alex DeWitt on Instagram. Don't forget to follow me on TikTok, Alex DeWitt, whatever. You'll find me. It's I'm just some, you know, guy doing a Ray Liotta impression in 2021. Decades.